Trucks and Bucks is powered by ELI Solutions. Our goal is to bring education, knowledge, resources, and limited opportunity to people in the trucking business, regardless of your role. This is a weekly podcast, and we are excited to bring you something that can help inspire you along this journey. Also, you can connect with us at Trucks N Bucks Podcast. Buckle in. Good morning, good afternoon, or good night, depending on wherever in the world you are. This is Tawanda with Trucks and Bucks Podcast, and we're super excited once again to be on the show and to have conversations about anything and everything in reference to the trucking and transportation industry. Today I have with me on the show, Miss, <laughs> I wanted to call you something else, Mrs. Sophia. How you doing this? How you doing today, lady? I'm doing fantastic. No complaints. It wouldn't matter if I complained anyway, because the day still moves. Because <laughs> you know what? That is so, so, so true. Well, you know, um, couple things I really want to talk about. You know, a lot of times on the show, we have some things that we're going to schedule to talk about. And then sometimes when there's something that's a little more relevant that actually happens in the industry, we're going to kind of say, hey, we got to change the topic. We got to do something different and talk about something different. So with that being said, today we want to talk about November 29th. And I know you've already heard about it and people have been sending you the links. People have been sending me the links. So what I want to share as we get started is just share a little bit of information that kind of sparked my initial finding out about it, and then just kind of like let's break it down and talk about what everybody's talking about in reference to the trucking world and talking about November 29th. So are you ready, Miss Sophia? As ready as I can be. <laughs> you know what? I don't know why I be asking you if you're ready because I keep forgetting you said you stay ready. <laughs> yes, oh, I man. Do. Absolutely. So, all right, let's get it started. I have one thing I want you to listen to first, and then I'll have a second clip, and then we're going to kind of open it up from there. One second, please. In the last couple okay. of weeks, a lot of truck drivers, a lot of people who are in or have something to do with trucking. Won't build one way or the other. As of now, the word is November 29th. November 29th, we park and we don't move. I know it's pretty close to Thanksgiving and right around that time, but November 29th is the day we take this country back. Spread the word. It's our time. We say what happens. Y'all be safe out there. Shit's about to get real. That was a clip that we pulled from Instagram um, of a trucker, and basically what the trucker was saying was, on November the 29th, shit is about to get real. Um, This is the day that all truckers, or those that's participating, are not going on strike. Stop the tires on November the 29th. And that's the first time I heard about that last night on Instagram with that little clip. Now, I have one other um, clip that I want to be able to share. And then we're going to kind of open it up and talk about what in the world is happening on November 29th. Why is this happening? And then we'll go and acknowledge anyone else that dialed into the show. Hold on one second and stand by. Trucker Strike, I've just, uh, it's crazy how much information I heard about this today and where it came from, from different places unexpectedly. Um, and it is a little bit concerning because I also have been you know, noticing some sort of changes in the country here in the last two or three days. I mean, some some stuff that's. All right. So we're talking about a trucker's strike that allegedly is supposed to happen and go on on November the 29th. So let's discuss this. And before we do that, we had two new callers join the show. So 484, state your name and the state you're calling from. And welcome to the show. Lorenzo. Hey, Lorenzo. Thanks for dialing in. 
Calling from where? PA. Okay. All right. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Eight six two. Candice calling from New Jersey. All right. Thank you for dialing into the show. All righty. So with that being said, everybody, is anybody hearing about this trucker strike? Have anybody already heard about it? And if so, what have you heard? What do you know? What are you willing to share in reference to that? Just state your name so we can kind of get your voice going on. Um, whoever wants to go first, if you've heard anything about it so far. Ooh, anyone? Hi, um, well, I'm Candace. Um, so far, I heard about the strike, and um, a lot of the truck drivers are going to go on strike due to Trump um, losing from the president, becoming president. Okay, so that's what you heard. Okay, all right. How about you? Um, what did you hear, um, Sophia? Pretty much the same thing. If that's their way of standing in solidarity, because uh, he lost. Who is there though? Who is their way? I'm excuse me. I'm sorry. No, you said that's their way. Who is there? I mean, I don't know who there is. I don't know who this so-called group is. To me, the 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 voting process was done. He lost fair and square, and just like many things in life, you know. Uh, we're not always happy with who's in, in presidency, but business still moves. So I'm confused as to the who they are, too. I, I'm just saying other truckers. I don't know. I'm guessing truckers that agree or that are upset with the fact that he lost. I don't know who the okay. that is. I mean, I don't know who that is, but it wouldn't be me because business still moves. Money still moves. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, so let me let me let you listen to one more thing that I um I was listening to online, and let's definitely talk about it. Well, give me one second. What they see as an election that has not been fair, it's not been transparent, and it's fairly obvious to most of us. It's trying to it's like a deal. So, so basically, and there's a group that was actually created. Not really sure. I'm gonna try to find the link and put that information. Okay, says group no longer available. All right, so basically from what I'm seeing online with a lot of different people posting, um, what some people are saying is there is a trucker strike. People are going to be actually looking to strike on November 29th, and that this is because of the election saying that it was not fair. It was some type of rigging, et cetera, et cetera. So not, they're saying it's not because Trump did not win. It's really more so because it was not a fair election. That is what one person was saying on a YouTube um, that I actually follow in reference to trucking. Has anyone heard that part? Anyone? No. 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 All right, welcome to the show, 214. State your name and your state. This is Miyoshi. Dallas, Texas. <laughs> me, Oshi. Hey, me, Oshi. How you doing, lady? <laughs> About you start. I'm <laughs> good. I know, right? I gotta. But so I got a couple of questions, though, right? Um, so we're talking about stopping the tires. One guy in the video, he says, you know, he understands it and he wouldn't mind supporting it, but he works for a company, all right? And he's saying they're trying to shut down DC. And they're talking about literally blocking off interstate so people can't even so people can't even get by in reference to that. So the first thing I want to ask you guys, what are your thoughts? If you're driving a company truck versus your own truck, right? If you're working for a company as this guy says, Hey, I can't even participate, I wouldn't mind, but I can't because I work for a company and I just can't take somebody's truck and do what I want to do with it because I'm getting paid to do a job. What what are your thoughts about that? The difference between the two. If he want his job, he better stay in that truck. <laughs> he better stay in that truck. <laughs> On top of the fact, he can be identified, you know, and someone can report the company and the DOT and MC and all of that stuff on there and get him fired. Yeah, that's true. That is so true. <sighs> What what 
is the reason you guys would say that someone won't strike. This is not going to be the first strike. This is definitely not going to be the last, even if it happens. What is the reason that people strike, in your opinion? And have you ever had something um, that you um, participated or started to strike in reference to? I first going out to ask 469. Why do people strike, in your opinion? And have you ever been on strike for anything? Uh, people strike when there's a when they want to make some type of impact, whether it's by affecting business. Uh, they strike because of inequalities that are being thrust upon them. I personally have never um, had to be in a strike, and it's not really allowed in my profession because in healthcare you can't strike. You make an oath to take care of people, and that would be a huge disservice to decide you're not going to care with somebody uh, care for people in general because you don't like what's going on. I think that's something personally for me. Um, it's fine to do if it's on your personal time or if you have your own business and you're more in control of what you can and can't do, that's fine if that's how you want to do things. But for people who work for other people or, or you have a, um essential uh, position, uh, it may not necessarily be the smartest thing to do if you don't if you plan on, you know, continuing to work for a company or a corporation and don't want wish to be singled out or ostracized. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. What are your thoughts, eight six two? All right, how about you two one four? Um, I've never been in an actual strike, but I have been close with UAW, and it was based on unfairness um, with benefits, that sort of thing, and that's primarily like Sophia said, when people um, go on strike is because of being treated unfairly uh, for whatever the reason might be from their employer. Um, Yeah. You know, I I agree with you, especially with what, like you were saying, Sophia, when someone looks to do a strike, you know, someone is standing up for a cause, standing up for something that they believe in, and they're looking to gather people together to see how change can be made. And changes can be made through so many different types of situations. I have never personally been in a strike. However, I've always been an advocate for certain things for what's right and so on and so forth. One of the things that just kind of concerns me sometimes when you have strikes, sometimes strikes turn to riots, and then sometimes things happen beyond your control, you know, especially when you're doing certain things, you have police that may be called to kind of intervene, somebody gets mad, somebody gets upset, and things just go all the way wrong. Can you guys think of a time to where something was intended to be a peaceful type strike or situation and then it just went all the way wrong? Well, just like people were protesting recently against George Floyd's death, it was a lot of protests that were peaceful. Nobody was touching anybody, but the police decided to do something more physical. I mean, there are a lot of protests that go on and, and you can want to be peaceful, but, you know, if people have it on their mind to do something different once they get to the place of action, that's what's going to occur because not everybody's mental capacity and to deal with stressful issues or situations is the same, and everyone doesn't deal with stress the same. That's true. That is so true. I want to read an article that talks about the movement in reference to stop the tires. But before I do that, let me let me ask you ladies this. When you think about the last seven or eight months of the pandemic, and we know and understand, just like you talked about, Sophia, hey, I work in healthcare, so I can't go on strike. I've taken an oath to be able to take care of people, okay? That is an essential job. So the question that we have to ask ourselves is, how essential is a truck driver? What's so important about this job? Is this an essential job? If 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 millions of truck drivers all across the U.S. or in various areas go on strike, what really could happen? That's something to really think about. And is and in, and is this strike or what they're talking about on November the 29th? Is that a, is that a valid reason? What's actually going on? So let me read to you this article right here. Possible trucker strikes happening this month in response to recent events. 
According to various internet sources, there is a possibility of a series of trucker strikes happening this month. According to several trucking Facebook groups and several viral TikTok videos, truck drivers and even some trucking companies are planning to park their trucks in response to the election and coronavirus lockdown measures. As of now, the word is November 29th, states one trucker in a now viral TikTok video. On November 29th, we park and we don't move. November 29th is the day we take this country back. Spread the word. It's our time. We say what happens, he adds. We've been We've been out here in the middle of this pandemic this whole time bringing you shit. And how do you thank us, says another trucker in a TikTok video. Now, keep in mind, we're talking about a lot of this information is coming from what we post on Facebook groups, TikTok, Instagram, and so on and so forth. And a lot of these things end up going viral based on different things that's actually happening in the world. And this article continues to say, you close down the restaurants that we eat at. Then you close down our rest stops. And to top it all off, 70 million of you guys voted against the trucking industry, against first responders, against oil and gas. We ain't going to forget this shit. You already have, but we won't. Our message is simple and hopefully effective, wrote a member of over 20,000 strong Facebook groups stop the tires 2020. We fully intend to exercise our rights and we will not have politicians making crippling decisions that would negatively affect our future and the future of our children. We will not participate in the leftist Biden-Harris Green New Deal. We do not support the banning of fracking. The United the US operates as a capitalistic economy and all is a few and she survives on. So basically these are some of the things that they're actually saying here. And lastly it says what seems to make this protest different is that it appears to have the support from trucking company owners and even those outside of the trucking industry. Now, based on what I've read a little bit, for the most part, in this article, um, what are some of you guys' thoughts on that? Any thoughts, any feedback? I'm trying to figure out who the we is he's fighting when, when this country, if you if you go to school when you're a very young child, you understand what our government election process is. Though most people choose not to participate into it for whatever personal reasons they decide to participate or not participate the uh, the mm-hmm. electoral process is very clear and cut and dry as to how it works people participated people got out and vote vote you think every presidency everybody is happy no absolutely not that's a farce sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad but you gotta roll with the tide that is life mm-hmm Every you think for all these years we're happy every president that we have. I can tell you half of the mm-hmm. people that from the beginning of time, from George Washington to all of these different presidents that we've had in office throughout the years, you think we were happy? You got to be kidding me! But it's it's a process. Sometimes there's good and bad to it. Uh, you have to go out and participate. If you felt like I don't know who the we you're taking it back from or who is the who who the we is because there are plenty of people who are essential. Trucking is absolutely essential, but they ain't the only people that's essential. So you can't okay. just say, Oh well, you're going against us or so since you're going against what we agree with, we're gonna make you pay. Think about if healthcare did the same thing. If we said, Well, mm-hmm. if you don't vote vote in a way that we want you to, we're not gonna take care of anyone. If that's mm-hmm. not the most ignorant and asinine thing to say, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're adults. It's a process here. If you wanted your constituent to win, you had best get your ass out that damn truck or when you're in the truck or you at the stop, be verbal and be vocal about who you support, why you support them, 
how it supports your cause on a day-to-day basis and make sure that your people or the people that you are connected to or the people that you're servicing understand that. That's what you do. That's how it works, being verbal and vocal and, and asking people to vote and, and having conversations in an intelligent manner. But you can't force anyone to vote the way that you want to. This is not an oligarchy. It's a, 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 a democracy. So that's my opinion. And, you know, let me add this. One Instagrammer that is following and connecting with this movement for stopping the the truck, um, what he says is President Trump has worked diligently for four long years to protect the rights and freedoms of all Americans, and very importantly, the blue-collar workers of this country. The blue-collar workers are literally the ones that make the wheels turn. Without truck drivers, this country cannot survive for long. Our intention is not to harm anyone. We would like to make a point that we do not wish for any companies or private truck drivers supplying any kind of medical supplies and or services to participate in our movement. I'm going to read that again. We would like to make a point that we do not wish for any companies or private truck drivers supplying any kind of medical supplies <laughs> and our services to participate. Okay, so why are you laughing, um, Sophia? I, I'm laughing because how can a person work diligently for anyone when I literally just saw a video that he didn't even understand that he was the president of Puerto Rico in the U.S. Virgin Islands? <laughs> so how can how can a person that doesn't even understand our governmental process. I literally, it was a joke. Someone did where he said he was speaking with the president of Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands. He is literally the president of those those places, but he didn't even understand that he was the president. So how can he be working? There are so many instances of him on film where he's not really, he's there, but he's not really there. So I don't understand how he can be diligently working for anything. How can a person that's never worked in the governmental process as in Congress, as a in Senate, as a lawyer on any platform other than to benefit himself as an entertainer, that he can do. He entertains quite well, and he's quite, he's quite good at that, uh, personally and professionally, when he's not been a president. But how can you be working for me or anyone when you can't even you can barely understand the things that are going on in our process from day to day? Mm. You got more time to be on, have Twitter fingers than to run this damn country. Mm. Get out of here. That 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 was that is that's the only reason I'm laughing. I find it comical if some, if he was actually well, I might not or I may not agree with his personal. Uh, Beliefs on certain certain stances on issues, that's fine because I understand I'm not going to agree with someone. But can you at least know what's going on? Because he doesn't. <laughs> and, and let me be clear, I, I'm not all. When I'm saying all this, I'm not all for Biden either. But but I gotta mm-hmm. take the lesser of the devil. The lesser two evils. <laughs> yeah, I gotta take the lesser of the devils because I gotta at least have someone that can understand this process of, of how this country works. And if you've never worked or done anything in your life in this process, I, I, I'm, I'm remiss to think you're just working that hard for me, the blue-collar worker, because I just don't personally believe that, but based on many okay. of his statements. It's not enough time in the day for me to show all the clips where he shows he don't care about the, the fellow working man. All right. Any thoughts, Mimi? Um, oh my goodness. Um, I'm going to be honest. I just, I don't understand. I hear what they're saying, but I don't understand. Were they not, were, did we not see videos of truckers like running over people? Um, the people were protesting, but they got, there was, they were ran through with a semi, right? So I understand they're upset. I understand they're wanting to protect, um, to, to protect themselves, but they should be worried about other people too, right? 
So the thing that I'm not I'm not getting, they weren't the only ones that were out there. And thank God that they were needed because if they weren't, they would be sitting still, right? So we all needed each other in, in different areas. I mean, they were they weren't alone out there by themselves. You know, unfortunately, every aspect, in my opinion, has been hit in some kind of way since Trump has been in office. In some kind of way, we've all been affected by him, and it has not all been good. It's been worse for some communities than others. So why not come together and look and say, well, hey, we have another chance here. We have someone else in office. You know, let's see what he's going to do. I mean, did he even listen to what Biden said? I mean, did they feel the same way when Obama was in office? So I'm just kind of confused on why all of a sudden your views are this way and you feel this way when Trump is in office. But when Obama was in office, I never, I didn't hear anything about the Trump change. What changed between the four years other than Trump? So what did Trump do for them? I, I'm just kind of lost on that, and so I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna stop right there because I, I I have my thoughts, and I feel like it's more about race. I'm just gonna be honest with you because I haven't heard anybody. Um, have you you guys correct me if I'm wrong? Have you guys seen, seen any other communities post anything about? Um, <laughs> I gotta say this right, and this is a and this is a total sidebar, and this is Tawanda, and this is what I'm saying, right? And now that this, you know, first and foremost, let me let me say this: we're talking we're talking about Donald Trump, right? <laughs> the idiot. Okay. Now, I used to actually like Donald Trump when he was on the, um, well, the POTUS, whatever you want to call it. When he was on the, um, what was the show the back in the day, the, um, the reality so show? What, what was it? Oh, my the Apprentice. The Apprentice. What was it? The yeah. What was it? Uh-huh. All right. Celebrity. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the journey, right? So... I started like following, or not so much following him, but like, okay, he's on the apprentice, he's a businessman, et cetera, et cetera. All right, so let's talk about before he became the president of the United States. How that happened, I'm still trying to figure out. Think about what was happening um, during the Obama administration. Do you guys remember the time that um, <laughs> how he degraded Obama, he trashed him, he was willing to pay a million dollars for his birth certificate and all these different things? you guys remember all that? Now, this is a professional mm-hmm. now insulting the rule of the free world at that time, which was Obama. And if you remember when Obama won the presidency, he said, you know, I won. He said, and I'm your president, too. And he was talking about anyone who didn't really vote for him because he was our our, our leader. That's the thing. We roll with the punches. We can't control that. And, I, and there's an article. I, I got to Google it and find it that someone wrote in um, during Obama's first term, and they did an article called One Hit Wonder and how they speculated that he would be a one-hit wonder and blah, 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 right, because they said he wouldn't win a second term. And I never forgot that article. Well, I'm going to – I got to find out who wrote it because I'm going to email this journalist and say, you want to talk about a one-hit wonder? <laughs> what was you do an article on Trump? Because guess what? He didn't make it the first time. So that's the first thing I want to say is, come on, ladies, seriously. You, we know that men have something called egos, right? How the hell do you think Trump feels that he did not win for a second term? <laughs> I mean, come on now, seriously, seriously. <laughs> and then he said if he didn't win, he would come back and try to run in 2024. <laughs> All right. That's the first thing. The second thing is some people are saying it's not about that Trump didn't win. It's about um, how the election wasn't fair. It wasn't elite. It wasn't legal. Well, let me ask you a question. How many sitting presidents do you know that was almost on the way to prison? <laughs> I mean, come on now, seriously. How much shit has this man been in <laughs> exactly. over the last and, and two years? 
And then when they found out the information about him being in cahoots with Putin and he actually did have people interfering with our election, hello, that was actually proven to be true. They literally researched it. They literally had someone to prove that he had helped people interfere with our electoral process. But nobody quiet as see who he is. Nobody wanted to impeach him when they first found all this stuff out. Nobody wanted to say anything. Oh, we're just going to be quiet and keep quiet. And they let him keep it for years. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, and, 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 that, and that brings me to the next thing. Let's say for, we, we're talking about, you know, everything Trump posts on social media, I don't know how, I got to get him off of my Twitter, right? It's always fake news, fake news, fake news. It's fake news when it does not benefit him. <laughs> it's a scam and a sham, and it's rigged when it does not benefit him. Come on now, seriously. If there was talks about this election not being fair, but Trump won, would we really be having a riot? Come on, folks. Come on. Seriously. Yes, no, we wouldn't. Seriously. It's just that he knew that he lost, and there was nothing he could do about it, and it is what he did. <laughs> All right, but I want to share a couple things in reference to strikes. We all know what a strike is. And what I was researching was just trying to find out different times that we've actually had strikes um, and so on and so forth. And it looks like there was an 11-day strike um, called off back in February of 1983. Um, That was one time that there was a strike. And there was one that I actually read about that was in, like, 1974, um, but most recently, um, according to the Business Insider, it says there's a stark reason why America's 1.8 million long-haul truck drivers can't strike. And some of the tidbits in this says trucking is powered by 1.8 million long-haul truck drivers who move around about 71% of America's freight. Many of them were unionized as recently as the 1970s, but a dysregulation bill passed in 1980 revamping the industry. Labor labor experts argued that change was not for the better. As a result, truck drivers aren't easily able to strike. Many have tried, but the movements haven't gained traction. You know, so my question to you ladies is this, and this is and this is just our our our, our opinion, our points, our view. Because guess what? Hell, we all are entitled to that. With that being said, what should a group of people do when they don't agree with something? If there's an issue, there's a problem, I don't agree, I think it needs to be some type of change, what are some things to do if if striking is not one of them? What are your thoughts, Mimi? Well, being unionized, you go to your union rep and you discuss what your problems are, and you you try to um, you try to get resolution. Your re- union rep goes in and represents you and talks to who they need to talk to. I mean, that's where it all supposed to start, and and not automatically strike. You're supposed to have talks first before going into let's strike. So just have a conversation. Okay, what what are you thinking, Miss Sophia? <laughs> Okay, here's my opinion. First of all, we can only affect the things that sometimes we can we can start to try to affect the things that directly affect us, of course, right? So you follow the chain mm-hmm. of command when you have a direct issue that's affecting you personally. You try to talk to your superiors and then go above that and so on and so forth with that chain of command. If it's a bigger morale issue, issue that doesn't just affect you, it affects the you know, a demographic or a certain percentage of people, then you've got to start uh, looking at uh, social groups um, within your community. You've got to start reaching out to your community, right? Because it starts close. Charity always starts at home. So you've got to start looking at your actual direct community in your area and re- region and start working with people. If If there are certain bills and, and things that are being voted on, you've got to look at your state and local um, constituents. And, and holding them accountable, but again, that's understanding the 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 uh, the electoral process and how to vote. 
federally and state and locally, right? So you got to know mm-hmm. what's going on in your city. You've got to already be active in your city to find those key po- people and those key points to try to start making an impact if it's bigger than just something like your job or something that directly affects you, right? you got to start researching, and you've got to be the change that you want to see. you got to do some real digging, dig deep, and, and work for real. You can't play with it. you got to be sincere about your real, the, the inner workings and where this um, drive uh, for feeling that you've been treated unfair, or if it's not just you, if it's a group of people, if you feel like you're being treated unfair, you got to dig deeper. That's what you got to do. So you have to start doing mm-hmm. a lot of research and due diligence on your part and start to reach out to people in your community and start to reach out to different demographics that are affected and figure out you can't solve that by yourself. It takes a team. It takes a we, a group, a community. It's not just mm-hmm. a you thing. So it depends on the issue at hand, if it's something directing affect, directly affecting you or yourself, or if it's what you're feeling like is affecting your people or your group or your community or whoever you consider your tribe. And then you got to work Absolutely. out how to figure out how to problem solve that. And you know what? When you The last word you said is, we got to work together. We've been hearing for about seven, eight months now that we are in this together. But guess what? Action speaks louder than words. We as a people, and I'm talking about every American, we've been through some shit. When you think about the worldwide pandemic, the people that have died, when I think about just looking on the news, even when New York was having so many people pass away that they were just rolling people up, burying them like off in the middle of someplace. People can't even have funerals. Like we really went through some things. At one point in time, there were over 30 million people not working. Now it's about half that. We, we went through a lot, and we're still going through a lot. This is the new normal. And we need to figure out different ways as a country to figure out how we can work together and how we can be better. You know, the thing that really gets on my nerves, people that talk about, hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a strike because I don't like the election. Hell, did you even vote? And guess what? We don't start campaigning one month before. This is a lifestyle. Are you about change? And we shouldn't always focus on what kind of change we can do from the White House. What about our damn house? You understand? Look in the mirror. That's where the change starts. It starts with us. It starts with our family. It starts with our kids, our neighbors, and what we can do to be able to help change communities. That's what's important. And, you know, I, I'm all about advocating. I'm all about standing up for what's right. But half the people on strike don't even know why they're striking. Some people just following everybody else. Focus on your family and what you need. That's what we really need to do. And that's that's just my stance on that. Okay, guess what? We're going to have a new leadership in a few weeks. So what? Whenever Whoever gets in that White House is going to grab somebody else's mess. All Trump did over the last four years was complain about a previous person, hey, I'm cleaning up their mess. And he spent more time on damn social media than anything else. And, and and this is a complete sidebar, but I got to ask you, ladies, this because I'm just confused. When he tested positive, allegedly, for COVID-19, when did he rest? Because I, I still see him almost every day. Fake news. I'm serious. I You're supposed to be quarantined for 14 days. Then ch- you said what now? I said I know his wife quarantined, but I don't know about him because everybody around him got sick because he kept going. Fake news. Yeah, so you, you're not leading by example. Exactly. He was around homeless people. He was going into the veterans' hospitals. Why, if you had no mask? So fake news. I call fake news. <laughs> <laughs> But so 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 basically, what I'm trying to say is, man, and I'm not taking away from his business acumen. We know, you know, he's had super success. You know, minus the bankruptcies, don't matter. But the bottom line is, can this man really represent you? Who does he? Who does he respect? I mean, seriously, who does he respect? He doesn't respect people. He respects. Who does he listen to? He got Nobody. the people that that he got the, the medical people that knows and that's 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 trained professionals. 
they they advising certain things about COVID, and guess what? He's not listening to them. He got legal professionals nope. advising him about stuff. He's not listening to them. He told them to do what and guess what? You piss him off, what happens? Him. You get fired. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. He didn't listen to the war, the um, the general. That's my whole point. He was he was treating this country like it's his bad business experiment instead of treating it like what it was, a country. And yeah, you exactly. Have consider, you have to consider other people's uh, points of views and thoughts and area of expertise because that's why they're put there because. They're the expert. You're not. You cannot know everything. Only a fool thinks they know everything. And that was what I Mm -hmm. kept telling people. I didn't have so much an issue with him being in office other than the fact I said I feel like we're in Twilight Zone and he's treating this country like it's a a bad business experiment and he thinks he can just fire everybody and make it go away. He thinks he can be, be in this position forever when you only have, honestly, you're supposed to have a limited amount of time to do a, a great amount of impact. What about that, aren't you? Yep. Folks, you getting? You got four years to make the biggest uh, amount of impact. This is what you sold to your people that have voted for you. These people that believed in you. These people that had faith in you. You sold to them that hey, I'm gonna make all this. I'm gonna make it all roll. Meanwhile, you knowing this illness is coming. You knew everything was coming. You kept saying, oh, okay. Well, just tell them it's gonna be fine. Just tell them it's gonna be fine. Just just tell them it's going to be okay. And then when it's upon mm. us, you have no fail-safe in place to take care of the people that believe in you enough to put you in a position of responsibility over them. I didn't vote for you and put you in that, that, uh, that mm. uh, position for me. It, it, it was thrust upon me, and I had to deal with it. But I, And you dealt with it, though. And you dealt my, with it. Yeah, and I dealt with it. But I, I still exercise the same way I did the last four years. I still exercise my right to vote. So that when I'm complaining, I say I have a right to complain. Don't tell me don't compl- complain. I have every right to complain because I follow the electoral process. I vote locally. I vote in my city. I vote for the in my state for the for the whatever is supposed to be vote. I come, I'm coming out and vote because I make myself aware of the situations and the people that are here, and I do what I can. On this level, as much as I can, because I understand I can't do everything. And I verbalize to people whether you like things or not, you still need to vote. So, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I said. And, and we're, we're going to definitely wrap up in a few minutes. But, you know, the thing is, I respect differences. I respect people's opinion. And, I mean, I don't know the man. I don't know Biden either. And, like you said, you know, it's, it's really about teamwork, though. We, got, we have systems in place. So we don't have to do things by ourselves. And, you know, one thing I want to ask you, ladies, as we close out, um, over the next few minutes is this. Thinking about this strike, in your in your humble opinion, any trucker or family member that's listening right now to our show, is this strike a good idea or not? And yes, no, why, why not? That's the first question I want to ask you. I don't think this is a good idea. This is nasty. I feel like this is just going to be further divide. Now you're doing the truckers against the citizens. We need each other. We need what you're hauling, and you need us to buy so you can haul. I just think it's going to be further divide, but I feel like it's going to end up spreading where other things are going to come about where some some other group is going to want to strike. Okay. Um, I personally feel like based on the reasoning that they're giving, it, it's just not all adding up. And maybe I need to, I would have to research, but I, I don't really care enough to research um, at this point. Um, but if I did, I would probably research more. I want to speak to someone more to get a more uh, full-bodied opinion or view on why they feel that way because if I'm going off of what I just heard on the clips that you played, that's not enough that's not enough to be striking for. All right. So, um it felt more like a from based on the the rhetoric he was using, it was like we're gonna teach you, we're gonna show you something. 
Uh, it, it didn't feel like personal. it was. Yeah, it felt very personal. Like we're gonna teach you since you don't do things the way we want it done. We're gonna show you something. We're gonna impact your life. And when you do things, uh, when your motivation is not necessarily on the right side of things, it it normally doesn't pan out in your favor. Um, I do know that business is always the bottom line with people, and they can definitely discuss it, and, and, and they have a right to strike if they want to strike. Um, they definitely have that right, but I think uh, there will, would be not – it'll be advantageous for their, uh, the people, uh, different people uh, of different demographics, minority drivers, new drivers uh, that are coming out that are going to be take an opportunity to get business that they probably have long secured as their own if they choose to do that and their owner operators or they're owning their own business and they're doing this and they choose to take money out their kids' mouth. I mean, you got to weigh the pros and cons of how it's going to affect you long term because sometimes you can really damage a relationship by not, like Mimi said, you feel that strongly about that. You need to talk to the people that you're doing business with, your clients, and discuss what you're what you're attempting to do and see how it's going to go across because you, you might want to rethink that and say, wow, um, if I do this, I'm really going to irreparably damage this, this relationship and I may never be able to make it right again. Uh, so, I mean, they definitely have the right to do that, but someone is going to definitely uh, uh, win off of their um, their choice to um, not not uh, move their freight. And one thing um, in reference to what I read earlier um, that the one guy had from the Instagram post, he was saying, I'm not saying, basically I'm not saying for someone that's delivering medical supplies, you know, et cetera, et cetera, to actually do this because, of course, we all know that's something that's extremely important. Someone that doesn't get their medical supplies, you know, could literally die. You know what I'm saying? That can be life or death. Then there's another issue on hand. But the reality is all of it's important. That's why the trucking industry has went over the last 20 years from $80 billion to close out 2019 with almost $800 billion. You know, and, and also, and of course, yeah, we know it's a great opportunity for people to be able to be in trucking, get a job. This is a growing industry. This is a growing industry. It's an essential job. It can be recession-proof. There's so many benefits to it. And I'm not saying, hey, because there's benefits, you shouldn't complain if you're not happy. That's definitely not what I'm saying. But guess what? When someone makes a decision to do something and blasts it across the nation like striking, that's going to affect those that's directly involved and those that are indirectly involved. So we don't need to be doing shit just to do it. You know, even just like you guys heard in the first part of what I was reading this thing went viral stemming from Facebook groups and TikTok. You know, we have all these platforms, like we're on this podcast now, to share information, and we can't determine how this information is going to affect someone else. So we want to make sure that we always convey accurate information and we convey something that's going to be beneficial to ourselves, our families, and so on and so forth. Um, you know, that's just really my stance about the whole situation um, because – a lot rides on it. A lot actually rides on that. All right. Is there any type of closing comments, thoughts, or suggestions that anyone has as we get ready to close out um, today? I think it's very important to make sure that, you know, when you're, I don't know where this eruption of anger came from clearly is in response to the election outcome but just like in everything in life you have to find a way to deal with opposition and things that we don't like um, again when, when you discuss something like an, elect, uh, an election outcome uh, that's not like I guess I find it comical because uh, you want voicing this until the outcome didn't go the way that you didn't want it to go. So it really doesn't seem like it's a basis for a real issue in that sense. You understand what I'm saying? Because if it's a real issue, it's an ongoing thing that you've been fighting for, right? Mm-hmm. 
so when something is no longer going the way that you feel like it should go, I mean, that is life. That is how we learn how to uh, build character and build who we are as people is when things are no longer going smooth sailing for us. It's the opposition and the obstacles that we face and how we process the problem and how we choose to deal and react to the issue that, that, that calls upon us to be greater people than who we are at, in the moment of that opposition. But, you know, don't mind me. I'm just a regular person. So, um, to me, I, I I can't take you seriously what you're saying now that you are going to try to impact business at this larger level. I, I mean, where was this anger uh, six weeks ago? Well, well this mm-hmm. is because, of course, it just sounds like your anger is only stemmed out of the fact that you're angry that the person that you were happy with as president is no longer president. Okay, fine, <laughs> deal with it. Now you got to start figuring out, okay, I got to work with people that I don't like now. So, like, every day at work, we deal with people. With, you don't like everyone you work with. Are you shitting me? You don't like them. I don't like a lot of people, but I will come to work with you and work my ass off with you every day as long as you understand what we're here for. We have a common goal to get things done. This is a job. I don't come here for friends. So That's you right. approach it with that mindset that, hey, I don't, I'm not going to like everybody I, I have to work with and interrelate with, but can I find a common ground for me to work with them and still be successful? Oh, absolutely you can if you choose to be mature enough to do so. But again, that's Absolutely. you know, that's if you choose to do so. How about you, Mimi? Any closing thoughts? <laughs> Just pray for our country. Pray for everybody. Y'all need prayer. I just, I don't know. Um, I think that we're losing a sense of what mankind is supposed to be about. You know, we we really do need each other. We really do. You know, and like. Um, Sophia said, you don't have to like somebody, but respect them enough to, to try to see things from their point of view. But the common goal should be is that we are all good, you know, that, that we are good. People can eat. You know, people have homes over their heads. They don't have to worry about going in these streets and one, uh, wondering if something is going to happen. You know, it's, it's just it's sad. I feel like we have a long way to go. We've stepped so taking so many steps back, you know. So, I don't know. I just, I hope that it's not true. I hope that they calm down and they can um, maybe figure it out, you know, figure it out and it'd be over. So, that's all I have to say. Okay. Well, I definitely understand that. And my closing comment, this is Tawanda and my sense is this, um, as you said, Mimi, maybe it's a hoax. Maybe it's not going to be true. I definitely hope it's not. And if it is, then more power to the people that choose to, to do this. I just really ask that they think about not just their self, but their families and the impact that this livelihood um, can, be, and, and can be affected. And the thing I learned a long time ago is opportunity does not go away. It just goes on to someone else. So when someone's parking that truck and not moving, you could be missing your opportunity. Because as we said, this is an essential business. And there's a lot of different things going on. People are starting new trucking companies every single day. And I'm helping some people, and these ladies on the line are as well. So this just really motivates me to go tell more people, hey, you were talking about starting your trucking business. You might as well go ahead and start now because a few people that are going to be striking on the 29th, they're not going to probably have any gigs or any loads on the very next day. And and think about this. Also, the 29th is the Monday after Thanksgiving. You understand what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. When you are a true advocate for something, you're putting your life and your livelihood on the line, you ain't waiting until after Thanksgiving. You're doing it now. We're going to organize it now. We're going to organize it this weekend. You're not waiting to after one holiday and get it over for the next because it's convenient that it's going to be on the 29th. Ha, ha. Oh, that's on a Sunday. Okay. Because guess what? Thanksgiving is on November 26th. So if you're really about that life, you really about change, guess what? Do it now. Do it this weekend. Miss Thanksgiving. Don't, don't, don't come home. Don't get no turkey. 
You understand what I'm saying? Because we don't, we can't wait till it's convenient. You understand? If if you say Mimi, I know we got to go, right? I, if you say Mimi, if you say Sophia, ah, you know, Tawanda, I'm against this cause. I, I don't eat this. I don't. I, okay, this is a good example. I don't eat well, well, pork and beef, and I'm gonna stop first of the year, right after Thanksgiving and Christmas. I don't want to hear it. Come on now, I don't want to hear it. You seasonal. Because if you really don't do it, don't do it right now. Stop right now. Does that kind of make sense, though? You see how the strike is conveniently after Turkey Day, after you get your macaroni and cheese and your turkey. And then, you know, we go through the politics and stuff for a week or two, and everybody good, everybody happy, and just in time for Christmas. (laughs) How how ironic is that? (laughs) Do it now. Don't wait. Let's go now. But anyway. Exactly. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you guys joining in. We got one other caller that we want to see who is joining the show and see what your feedback is. Um, welcome to the show, 912. State your name and the state you're calling from. Moto, Georgia. Oh, you said your name is what again? Moto, and I'm from Georgia. Okay, yeah, I heard the Georgia. I just couldn't print. You said low toe. Low toe, yes. Okay, okay. I just want. I'll, I I butcher. Mm-hmm. I'm butchering Miyoshi's name. <laughs> so I don't want to butcher <laughs> your name as well. I know. You know what? I'm just not a quitter though. All right, two eight one. Welcome to the show. State your name and the state you're calling from. Latisha, I'm calling from Houston, Texas. Okay, Texas is deep. Georgia is deep. Okay, so we're gonna have Texas versus Georgia on the show. All right, so what we're talking about, ladies, as we're getting ready to close out shortly, is November twenty ninth. Have you guys been hearing about that? Yes, I think yes. y'all posted. Okay, all right. So, what are your thoughts about it? Okay, I'm sorry. State your name so we can kind of differentiate who's saying what. Well, this is low, so and I think it's time to get money since the truckers are going to strike. Some of them are not going to strike. Oh, you said get that money, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, I was just saying, opportunity. Tap, 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 tap. tap, tap. Somebody passing up opportunity. Somebody going to lean in and grab that opportunity. All right. That's right. <laughs> Must be somebody from Georgia talking about that. All right. And how about you, two eight one? That's Houston. Okay. All right. Say tap in. Okay. Oh, you said tap, tap, tap. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Tap, all right. Tap, tap Gotta get that money. How, wh- why? Why have you guys heard this strike was actually going to be going on? Can you repeat I that heard again? This is Loto from Georgia, and I heard that it's because of Biden being the president and the fuel. Something about the fuel and some kind of law he's going to reverse. Okay. And how about you, too, Edwin? I kind of expected it because, you know, like, um, Kiara speaks on a lot of things about with the, um, the trucking, and one, she said that it was going to be uh, the trucking was gonna always run. But on the other hand, I if she did mention about there was um the trucking was gonna do like um protesting, I didn't catch that, but I know she told me that trucking was gonna always be one of the winners that's on the road with the money. And this right here, when she mm-hmm. posts today, I'm like everything like she's mainly. She's putting out there. She's confirming it. Yeah. It's like manifesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, when you've been in the business for so long, you kind of, you know how the industry is going and what's going to be happening. Right. Um, absolutely. And that's why you get it first from the leaders that's been around for a while that knows um, and knows what to do during a time like this. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> Well, that definitely sounds good. We appreciate you guys giving feedback. We are out of time, and we'll definitely make sure everyone gets a link to be able to hear the whole show. Um, But, again, we're talking about November 29th and what's going to actually happen and what to do um, 
to be prepared if there is a strike. And again, as we said earlier, opportunity doesn't go away. It just goes on to someone else. So if someone passes up their opportunity and wants to go on strike, you may not have a gig afterwards, and somebody's going to be waiting to scoop it all up. But this is Swanda with Trucks and Bucks, and we definitely appreciate everyone for dialing in, and we look forward to getting you connected on the next show. Bye-bye for now. Mm-hmm.